Hi, good afternoon and uh, greetings from Israel. I'm coming in with another episode of Healing from the Holy Land and uh, there's been a topic I've wanted to discuss for quite a while and it's really been uh, simmering by me um, on a back burner but I just have not had uh, the availability to come in here and um, and speak about it. It's been coming up in a lot of different areas, a lot of different conversations and forums in my life. Um, and I've uh, been witness to, you know, and, and been part of these conversations. And uh, you guys know I'm one who blows off taboo <laughs> to me. Um, there really is no taboo. I embrace topics and speak truth. Um, without worrying about censorship or um, how people might react. Um, because those who are seeking the truth will feel out the truth for themselves. And those that have a hard time recognizing or resigning themselves to the truth because of things that they have been taught, because of beliefs that have been... Um, ingrained over time um, when their thymus chakra expands as is happening in the world right now we're seeing a lot of um, authenticity a lot of people checking in with themselves for what is true and our thymus chakra is the center for truth um, in our bodies and feels out what is truth then it will resonate um, for them and uh, I also see that the people who in general are drawn to um, hearing me and meeting me and uh, drawn to my podcast, my vlogs are people who want to hear what it is that I have to say. Um, and I'd love to have feedback via my email, which I can post in the podcast uh, description later on. But um the bottom line is that we have the truth about health. And the truth about health is health is balance. When there's a balance between hot and cold, between dry and wet, between um, masculine feminine, between the four elements that reside in the body, um, when there's an equilibrium, that is what maintains health in the body. And with that, also flow. So some people will describe it as balance and other people will describe health as flow. Um, but flow is the ability of energy to move through the body evenly and uninhibited and in the proper rhythm and, and flow because there is balance, right? The muscles and the nerves and the blood vessels, there needs to be just the right amount of tension and just the right amount of water and just the right amount of uh, fluid and harmony and communication between the different systems in order for the flow to happen. So the, the basic tenet is balance. And that allows the flow. So whichever camp you come from of seeing health, the two are inherently connected. 
Um, and when I say flow, I mean um, wherever there is flow, there is health. And wherever there is a lack of flow due to restriction or an obstruction, um, which can be tension, it can be... Um, it can be memories stored in the body that cause uh, energy to back up because they block the energy from flowing through because they hoard energy around themselves. They create like a wall around themselves because the, those memories are seeking to be protected. We've pushed them into our body so that we won't be dealing with them. And then energy isn't able to flow around it uh, properly. And it also draws extra energy to it depending on the mechanism. Anyway, the point is that there becomes a disharmony in the flow of the energy that's trying to pass through the body. Think of the body as um, there's layers and and areas of that are conduits of energy, and then there are energy centers. And all these places, these meridian lines, these chakras, um, the, the different energy passageways in the body, the different energy paths, they want to be flow. They want to be open so there can be flow. Um, so I hope I'm putting together that picture that goes between the physical structure and the health of the physical structure and the alignment of the physical structure and how the balance between the soft tissue and the bone and the fluids and the breath and the chi that all allows everything to flow and move properly, whether it's on the musculoskeletal level, whether it's in the neural level, whether it's on the breath level, the circulatory level, and the chi level. So it's all connected. And so what's the crux? That That's just the baseline of what is health. Now, what I'm coming in to discuss is based on this is the premise of health, then how do we view the parameters of what is called conventional medicine and what is called holistic medicine or holistic healing? Because if you look at the parameters that measure success in the two areas, then we'll understand more about what the aim and the goal of those two areas are. And the conclusion being that holistic healing is not the alternative medicine. Holistic healing is where the truth of health exists. And what we now term as conventional medicine, making it sound like that's the standard of healing, of health, is actually alternative. And I say that because holistic healing has been working for eons, well before modern medicine has come to light. And it continues to reign in terms of success long-term honest success in health and healing because it works on the premise of the flow and balance that I 
just uh, posited. So, for instance, in the conventional healing world, conventional med medical world, people seek, both practitioners and uh, patients, seek to um, measure success based on the symptoms, whether the pain has decreased or increased, whether the symptoms have gone away. Um, and that's, that's the measure of success. Now, you might say, well, that's really logical. If someone's in pain and the pain is taken away, then success. Or if someone is in, um, is having symptoms, whatever they are, and those symptoms are no longer being felt, then we have success. And I want to say that that's a load of crock <laughs> because someone can have an inflamed gallbladder and the surgeons can come and take it out and voila, the pain is gone. However, the source of the gallbladder inflammation, if that is not looked at, then one can assume that the emotional source that caused that inflammation, the lack of balance and flow in the body that created the gallbladder to be in, in an inflamed place still exists because we can't take the, we don't fix the balance and flow in the body by surgically removing something. Or for instance, Someone can take migraine medication in order to make their migraine pain go away. But have they healed the migraine? No. Because the source of the migraine, which exists in some either structural or emotional place, has not been fixed. And so the person will continue taking migraine medication every time they have a migraine. But they haven't solved the source of the pain. So simply a decrease in symptoms, that's not good enough for me. And simply to take away the pain, that's not good enough for me. I demand more from healing and from health and from my body's ability to live in flow and health than to simply mute symptoms or to simply remove what seems to be the source of the pain without really dealing with the underlying issues. And so holistic healing, the parameters of success that I hear from clients lie in a totally different plane. For instance, a client who comes to me after decades of being in a place where she feels like certain parts of her have been repressed and disempowered. She comes to me and says that she has had a breakthrough in her self-awareness and has had, um, what are they called? Uh, foundational conversations with important people in her life to 
put her in a place of reclaiming her power. And she hadn't even realized that she'd given it away. She just woke up feeling unfulfilled, feeling like not herself. And to hear that she was able to have those conversations and to come into a place of awareness of reclaiming her power so that she feels healthy and energized and the symptoms of lack of feeling um, happiness, um, lack of feeling fulfillment, um, which leads to, which led to exhaustion and difficulty in her relationships. And so success is seen in increased energy, increased health in relationships, perspective shifts on how she can maintain happiness and health and fulfillment and take power, recognize that she's accountable for those things. That if she's not happy, she can't blame other people in her life or other circumstances, but she has to take accountability for her, her own happiness. That to me is a parameter of success. Or a young adult who came to me because she is an extremely intuitive individual and felt like she was living in a repressed way and um, feels like she's now able to be herself without dealing with the self-esteem issues and the self-consciousness issues of, well, if I speak my truth, maybe I won't be accepted in society and the peer pressure that she felt and the difficulty um, living her authenticity, feeling like she needed to keep herself covered up. After a healing session with me, she feels like she can be her authentic self and she feels comfortable in her skin. To me, that's the greatest success. <laughs> and uh, it correlates also with the physical, right? Like clients who are having pains in their body because of repressed anger. Um, and they're coming up as pain. They have knee pain, back pain, slip discs, um, skin issues, like eruptions of the skin. And it's anger being held in certain areas of the body. And that comes up through evaluation, etc. And helping them come to terms with what's made them angry and taking accountability in their lives and recognizing that they have the power to change the circumstances that are making them angry and that they have the ability to choose health, to choose who they hang around with and the circumstances that they allow themselves to be in and they relieve their anger and therefore the eruptions on their skin go away and they're able to um, work out without their back hurting and the pains go away. Someone who had terrible hip pain to the point where it hurt every time she stood up, sat down, like in transitions, um, getting up out of bed, 
it hampered her while she walked. She walked with a limp, really to the extent of it, it really was bothering her throughout the day. It was a painful condition. And when she came to me, it was like an eight out of 10 on the pain scale. And when she walked away after we pinpointed in one session, we pinpointed the source of the pain in her hip, the emotional source that was contributing to that pain. Her pain went down to a four out of 10 or three out of 10 during the session. And she was able to function healthily um, after that and the pain went down. So we can say, okay, she'll, you know, take pain meds or go for physical therapy or possibly have surgery or um, take, you know, have shots for, you know, steroid shots to decrease the inflammation, etc. But that's not going to decrease the pain in long term. And even if it creates what seems like a solution, crops up somewhere else and when people are aware of that and they heal like for instance a client of mine who had to have a, she had a tumor in her lung and she recognized that she before she had surgery or made a decision about how she was going to deal with with the cancer she came for healing sessions and came to a place of recognition and understanding of the underlying issues and what lung issues represent and what it was for her in her life and came to such a point of inner peace and tranquility and understanding and awareness of what had led to where she was that she was able to make clear decisions about how to deal with it and what steps to take and deal through her throughout her recovery with a calm, decisive approach because she knew she had dealt with the emotional source. And so everything else that came afterwards was the path that she needed to go through in order to deal with with the lump with the actual physical mass but the emotional source had been had been uh, had been treated had been healed so the point is finding peace and allowing flow and that comes up in so many different ways and for each person it's a unique path but I just wanted to speak that out here and let people know that the parameters of success are what then set the healing path as or the medical path as. So if a practitioner of conventional medicine is looking to decrease pain, he will achieve success and make a, v, you know, make a check mark when he sees, okay, we've removed the source of pain or we've masked the symptoms by medicating the client. And um, I call bogus. And I know that in some cases, sometimes it's necessary as a stopgap measure 
until the actual emotional source healing, generational healing, whatever it is, needs, you know, it takes time. It could take time for the process to happen. Um, but the point is um, that the true health and true healing happens when we look at the oldest path of, med of medicine and of healing, which is the holistic healing world works on the tenets of nature and not on lab-made materials. It works on looking at the truth of the body, which is physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental, and not just physical. And uh, this might require more explanation, but I would love it if people would um, send their responses. I will post an email. Uh, where people can do that and uh, people can also let me know it, you guys I'd love to hear feedback if you'd like to hear more if you have questions that come up with this that I can address in future podcasts all right have a great day